when we find ourselves in a free state, feeling overwhelmed, numb, tired but wired, or just plain exhausted and burnt out, we have found ourselves at the end of the line of primal nervous system responses that our body generated as a response to a perceived threat. That threat may have been imagined, such as a string of worried thoughts, a replay of an uncomfortable conversation, or a real threat, small or large, such as a stressful day at work or a physical accident. When we find ourselves in this place, what we need more than anything is deep rest. Sound familiar? When we are depressed, this is what our body is aching for, a period of time to retreat, sleep, be nourished, loved, and rebuilt in vital ways. Depression is a prolonged free state. Some of us find ourselves in a free state only rarely, while others of us wake up numb, flat, and fatigued, doing our best to climb our way out, often finding our heads above water around noon or at least by nighttime. In his book, Waking the Tiger, Peter Levine says, those who are able to discharge frozen energy will be restored. Rather than moving through the freezing response as animals do routinely, humans often begin a downward spiral characterized by an increasingly debilitating constellation of symptoms. In the animal kingdom, freeze can look like a possum playing dead. It's not really playing, and in fact, its loss of muscle tone, depressed respiratory state, and apparent limpness is not a choice at all. It is survival doing what it does best. Once the predator is gone and the possum knows it's safe, it will shake for a number of seconds or minutes. Remember that we are also animals. If you've ever trembled after a car accident, you know this feeling of uncontrollable shaking. It's not always comfortable, but it has an important job to do. We can also intentionally shake after stressful events in order to restore our nervous systems to a more regulated state. This works extremely well whether we are in fight, flight, freeze, or another threat response. If shaking doesn't feel accessible or helpful, you can try moving in another way. For me, when I feel frozen, I like to start by just feeling myself in my body. This can really help with the dissociative quality of a free state. So I'll take my hands wherever they might already be resting on my body. Usually that's on my arms or my upper legs and I'll just start to squeeze, feeling my muscles, feeling my hands meet resistance and firmness, beginning to feel my body from the inside once again. Or I might slowly and gently rub part of my body, like my feet or my face, until I start to feel a little more alive. I can feel more sensation in my body. This is a really great way to start because it doesn't require a lot of energy and it works with a lot of layers of the freeze state at once. With freeze, we wanna add one more step before mobilizing. A real or perceived lack of safety is what got us here, and so safety is the medicine. If we don't create safe conditions first, we can easily spiral ourselves up into a state of anxiety. How do we create safety for ourselves? Think physical comfort and mental and emotional space. There are a number of practices I can share with you, 
But what I encourage you to do is experiment and find what feels most comforting and supportive for you. For one person, it might be going to their mom's house, eating a home-cooked meal, and getting one of those tight, nurturing mama hugs. For someone else, it might be curling up on the couch with their favorite movie, a big bowl of soup, and nothing scheduled for the rest of the day. When our nervous system receives cues of safety, something wonderful happens. The freeze starts to thaw, all on its own. While getting up off the couch to wash the dishes previously felt like an impossible task, it starts to feel possible, maybe even desirable. Reading the unanswered texts on your phone or emails from work start to feel doable. Shaking our body for a few seconds or minutes feels great, like brushing off a too long nap. Our capacity returns, along with our energy, as our system naturally mobilizes. When you are frozen, retreat and rest. And eventually, when you feel ready, mobilize. We can utilize our vagus nerve, a prime center of nervous system regulation, with rhythm, vocalizing, and anything that would typically soothe a fussy baby. You can mobilize with your vagus nerve support by going on a rhythmic walk, swaying in a hammock or on a swing, using your voice by humming, singing, or talking to a friend, eating a warm, comforting meal, and in time, you'll feel the return of your occupation in that centered, balanced place where all is well and you feel like you again. Thank you for listening and spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, please share this episode, whether that's on social media or sending it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or TikTok, and my handle for both of those is at Karina.Davy. If you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead weekly meditations, workshops, women's circles, community gatherings, and more, alongside my partner, the incredible master coach, Jacob Metzger. To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.higherself.earth. It's also linked in the show notes. And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. You'll also find information there about courses, in-person retreats, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space.